Welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga, a podcast for the body, heart, and mind. Kat and I are so excited about our holiday episode. Kat, you want to tell them a little bit about it? Yes. So, you know, holiday season, I always, I was telling my students in, um, in class that I always promise myself I'm going to enjoy December every single year and every single year. I just, it, it beats me down. It's so busy and I overextend myself and I get in a hurry and then forgetful. And I'm sure a lot of you can, you know, relate to that. But I do love the holiday season. And one of the reasons is, you know, there's presents, there's yeah, gifts. Yeah, yeah. And of course, as an Enneagram too, who loves giving gifts because that's just part of the giver or helper in me as an Enneagram too. Um, I thought it would be fun to do an episode where we think about what each of the nine numbers would like want for the holidays or a beloved gift that they've received for the holidays. So that's what this episode is about. It's a lighthearted, fun episode, but I think you'll also get a little bit more of a clue of what you might get for the seven, eight, nine, or whatever number in your life. So enjoy it. And thank you for listening to us. We've really, really enjoyed uh, offering this podcast and we hope that you're having fun with it. So Dr. Jerry Wagner, welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga podcast. We are so honored to have you. Um, Many of you have probably heard of Jerry Wagner. He is a big deal in the Enneagram world. He has written many books, including the Enneagram Spectrum of Personality Styles and Nine Lenses on the World. Um, He also is an honorary founder of the International Enneagram Association. You also might want to go take his Enneagram test. I think it's one of the best tests out there. You can go to his website, which is enneagramspectrum.com to take that test. It's W-E-P-S-S test. And it's just a unique version. Of course, we recommend the Enneagram Institute test, but I think that his has just some added layers that are different and unique. So you may want to go take his as well. But Dr. Wagner, we're so happy to have you to ask you uh, on this very lighthearted holiday episode, what an Enneagram 5 might want for Christmas or for the holidays. What are some thoughts about that? Well, I'm always happy to recommend gifts to give to fives. And I mentioned, I, I will send you my, e, my uh, address case you want to send me some of this material yourself yeah that's right he told me he's gonna send me his mailing address so I get to mail him the Christmas gift that's right that's right <laughs> uh I you I I thought you asked me you know what what gifts did I like to receive and then what yeah. gifts would I recommend the ones I thought about they're all from when I was little and and yeah. one of them was I talked my parents, I, I can't believe it worked, into getting me the World Book Encyclopedia. So, you know, that baby, that's a lot of books. A lot of books. Yes, that's correct. I'd like to say I read everything in them, but that, of course, would not be true. But I looked at, <laughs> I looked at a lot of them. And it occurred to me that we actually, we all have, 
the World Book Encyclopedia and the British Encyclopedia right in our pocket these days, plus wow. 10,000. It's amazing. It is amazing. what we got now. So just give everybody, you know, like a phone. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I bike, I got a Schwinn, woo, and then a three speed. So, I, and I'm thinking, well, that allowed me to expand my horizons. You know, I could travel further around the neighborhood. Yeah. And then uh, a dog. I like my dog, Butchie. That was a, that was a nice gift. When did you get your dog? Oh gosh, when I we were on a vacation, and um, <laughs> much to my mother's chagrin, this place where we visited had some little puppies. And I said, "Oh," and they they said, "You probably would like to have one of these puppies." <laughs> yeah. I of course, said of course. So we came home with a puppy. So wow. beware of vacations. You know, you never know what you're going to come home with. Well, I would think that a puppy would be a really good gift for an Enneagram 5 because it would move you into the heart space. And then a bicycle would also be a really good gift for a 5 because it would move you into the body. Exactly triad. right. Very good. That's yeah. right. And then yeah. the encyclopedia would keep us in our heads. So you we got all three. Call. Nicely done. There. I love it. I love it. <laughs> So then I was thinking, okay, so now what do you want to give me these days? And I, I just I actually asked my daughter to give me a subscription to the Sunday New York Times. Um, mm -hmm. So I, you know, I probably wouldn't read it every day of the week, but Sunday Times is great, kind of covers a lot of things. Mm -hmm. That's if you're a blue five. If you're a red five, you might like maybe the uh, Wall Street Journal as opposed to the new york times so it depends you know yeah i like that for both our blue and red listeners that I is love correct it. that's right and and then i thought well uh, recently i read the book sapiens by harari and and so i'm thinking okay if for a five you want to give us kind of like a, a overall picture so a history of anything Mm -hmm. So maybe, you know, I got a history of psychology, history of philosophy. Um, Ken Wilber is a good five. And he has a, a book called, modestly, A Brief History of Everything. Uh, so great. just give a five, you know, kind of uh, any kind of book that would give you this overall comprehensive view of everything ever thought or written. There you go. I love it. Our Renaissance men and women get them something so they can know a little bit about everything. That is ab absolutely it. correct. That's right. <laughs> and then the last thing, which which um, is really different, as maybe it's probably my age. Like I got enough junk now and stuff. I don't need any more stuff. But experience is a nice thing. So you could give five uh, an experience. So like my daughter we can't do it now but would would say okay i'll take you out to dinner and we'll go to a jazz club listen to some music nice mm -hmm. or you could buy your five friend or relative like a uh a trip on an expedition <laughs> somewhere that way they could yeah. learn and have yeah. an adventure at the same time and catch covid and <laughs> live live happily ever after you know so you might think in terms of giving the five um, an experience, which you would know also what? be good, get us out of our head. Yeah, but then we'd have to think about the experience so we would integrate 
Yes. Probably yes. in a, a yoga class are, you know, mind, heart, and body. Yeah. Love that. And speaking about giving a five and experience, I want to mention this as well about Jerry. He has such a great sense of humor. And one experience you could give somebody who loves the Enneagram is to go to one of his classes. Ah. Jerry has really great classes. And I promise you'll learn a lot and you'll laugh a lot because you do have such wisdom, but you also have that keen sense of wit that a lot of fives have. And so I would also offer that. Well, thank you. Yeah, that's right. Give them a, a, a ticket to my Enneagram training. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Jerry, for your time, um, for uh, these, these memories of special gifts to mm. you. I just appreciate you coming well, on the podcast. Welcome. Our next guest is a friend that I met at Enneagram Atlanta. Enneagram Atlanta does a lot of workshops and trainings for the Enneagram, and we did a certification program together. So welcome, Chrislyn. Thank you, Christy. So good to be reunited in this way. Yeah. Yeah. And so for an Enneagram 6, what do you recommend for them for the holidays? Oh, my goodness. Um listen to yourself, uh, protect and prioritize uh, that space and that alone time to just be with you and savor the fullness of being with you. Um, I think it's, at least for me, the holiday days, the turn of the new year always brings these questions of like, what on earth did I do this year? What's coming next year, right? You're, you're maybe with family and friends. It's time to give those life updates. Um, and at least for me as a six, that's terrifying, right? It's like, am I on the right path? <laughs> Where am I going? Uh, do I even know? Um, how do I tell my story? Um, do I trust my story, right? And so I think, yeah, giving yourself that, that safe you space to remember uh, who you are, where you've been, where you're going, and just be really grounded in that, I think can help anchor through all the, yeah, all the hustle and bustle. Through the frenetic chaos that the holidays can be if we're not careful right so what are some gifts that an enneagram six might want for the holidays what what would you say that they might enjoy what's a present you imagine an enneagram six well one for for the sixes in your life or you know as a six uh, if you're listening to this um i know for myself any gift that makes me feel like, wow, you really know me. Perhaps you know me better than I know me because this uh, gift that you're giving me is reminding me of who I am or my best self, right? Um, who I really can be when I am brave, when I'm courageous, um, when I know I'm loved. Um, gifts that make me just feel like I am surrounded and supported and I'm not alone. Um, an example of this, at least for me, is just moments of serendipity, right? Like a surprise gift. Um, I have, I, I'm very blessed to have friends who will mail me things out of the blue when I least expect it. And when I receive it, I'm like, wait, what, how did they know that I needed this right now? Because it's like, something that's specifically about storytelling with all these poems that I'm like, wait, like this speaks to my soul as a storyteller. Yeah. Um, they know I identify as and like, I'm very passionate about. Um, you know, friends who are like, one, one sent me this pair of earrings once that has these beautiful, intricate wires uh, branching into like 
tree branches with like these beautiful gems as the leaves. And for me, I do a lot of work in family history and, and the stories of our ancestors. And so just like images like this, where I'm like, oh, how did you know? Yeah, <laughs> but, um, you know me, you get me. It's very personal gift. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. And then what about in terms of you, what are one or two, I know you've just shared a few gifts that people have gotten you, but just beloved treasured gifts that you've received doesn't have to be necessarily for the holidays, but any time in your life, what are, what are one or two of those treasured gifts that you've received? Yeah. Um, one that comes to mind that I think is a good example of what I was just saying. Um, I remember actually like maybe just a little over a year ago, um, I was going through a pretty rough, like the end of a long distance relationship. It was pretty sudden. Um, and I was at a conference where I met someone and you know, we became fast friends really quickly. And at the end of that conversation, she was like, I know we just met, but what's your address? I need to send you something. You know, she yeah. didn't say what it was, but I was like, uh, okay. Um, I feel like I can trust you. Maybe right. This is the six kind of testing out. <laughs> um, uh. and, and, and about two weeks later, I get this book in the mail and it's, it's like this journal called a growth book, growth roots kind of book. And it's designed to help you notice and remember and see all the moments of all the gifts in your life all the wonders of serendipity and and when i and there's a little like prayer card that came with it that had the beginning of like this bible verse that was like let your roots grow deep or like grow down into god or something mm -hmm. like that and there was a date where apparently the person who wrote that had prayed for me on september 30th and that was the day that this like relationship that i was grieving had ended and so there's all these points of just like how, 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 you know, and so everything just came together where I just felt in that moment so seen, so held by the universe, by people, right, um, and was just like, mm -hmm. all right, I feel like this whole thing just shattered, I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like, you know, I'll be okay, <laughs> right, um, yeah, yeah I had solid ground to stand on, um, and then I guess the other type of gift that I really treasure is, is just the gift of someone's story, um, I think for me, feeling like it's hard for me to trust myself when someone shares openly, vulnerably um, about what they've been through um, and like their demons and their dreams, right? Yeah. Like, oh, that is a sign of your trust. That is a gift that is so precious, so sweet. Um, and yeah, so whether, you know, that's my parents telling me about what they went through growing up um, or people in the community that I run online right now, uh, just, coming to the space, right? Figure out who are all these online strangers and might they be my friends, right? When they take that step and open up, I'm like, that is a gift. Um, that shows me that you consider the space that we're trying to hold to be some kind of sanctuary, right? That you feel like you can be yourself in. And, and I'm just like, that's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm trying to create. So when I get that kind of feedback, it, it, it's so meaningful. Yeah. Mm, that's beautiful. Well, Thank you for being on this episode, but I just want to say to all of our listeners um, that the wonderful thing about this world that we now live in, where we can see a therapist or a coach kind of anywhere in the world or in the country is that even though Crystalline doesn't live um, on the side of the country I do, if you are looking for an Enneagram coach, you can see her and she's really good at helping people to understand their story, 
Um, she's a storyteller. So she's going to help you find like, who am I? What is my story? Who do I want to be? And she's also going to help you look at your family history and sort of the multi-generational trauma that can pass down and understanding like how you might want to navigate um, how your family has shown up in the world in a different way, in a way that feels like it's a, a, a place that's healthier for you. She is so wonderful. She has just the most beautiful soul. And so if you're looking for an Enneagram coach, we're going to put her email uh, on our website. And so I want you to, to go and look for that if, if that idea um, seems like that might connect with you. But thank you so much, Chrislyn, for being here with us. Um, it's so good to see you and uh, happy holidays. All right, you guys, so I have Enneagram 7, my husband Kevin here, and I'm just going to pick his brain and ask him what's the best gift he's ever gotten. Kevin, take it away. Okay, so can I do two? Yeah, you can do two, babe. Okay, so the best gifts that come to memory. First, I believe it was my fifth birthday, got a puppy. His name was Duke. It was pretty awesome. Now, I know this story, but can you tell me how that puppy came to be in your possession? In a box. Was it Christmas? No, it was birthday. Okay. Uh, he was given to me on my birthday. Uh, the surprise leading up to it was there was all these <clears throat> dog toys that were wrapped up. And so I was trying to decipher what these little shaky belly things were that I would be unwrapping. Um, and then the day of, I guess they somehow found a way to put them in the box. And then I came home and this massive box was there and it was kind of shaking and moving. And as I tore it open, Duke, the Springer Spaniel popped out, which he wasn't Duke when he came out. We decided to name him that after, uh, named him after, actually, I couldn't recall which uh, Dukes of Hazard character that I wanted to use as their name, Bo or Luke. So I just went with their last name, Duke. <laughs> Why did you like uh, Dukes of Hazard? Dudes jumping cars. What's not to like? <laughs> What's not to like? Said Enneagram Seven. Dudes jumping a car. Second gift. Another birthday gift. Got a bicycle Schwinn Mini Scrambler. Still this day, remember getting it in the garage at a birthday party. All these friends were sitting around, and then they immediately wanted to to ride it. I wouldn't let him. Uh, vividly recall taking it on the driveway, crashing it into the mailbox. But even after the blood and the scars, still just that bike just gave me the sense of freedom. And I still continue to love bikes to this day. What an adventure. Hey, do you remember a best Christmas gift you ever gotten or maybe a gift that you wish you could have gotten? Hmm. Best Christmas gift you know, I did get a Red Rider BB gun for Christmas. <laughs> did you shoot your eye out? I did not shoot my eye out. <laughs> they would not allow me to do that. But my grandfather did get me a Red Rider BB gun. That is the I do remember that. That is the best story. And as a caveat, that is my favorite Christmas movie that we watch. And I make my family watch every single year. Um, Christmas Story on Christmas Day, and if you've never checked it out, I highly recommend it.
All right. Well, listen, Kev, I really appreciate you sharing this with us, and I know our listeners will too. Thanks, babe. You're welcome. We want to welcome Brittany Williams to the show today. She's a friend of mine. She has a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. She's also a yoga teacher. You can catch her yoga classes at Yoga Landing in person or virtually and also at the sports barn. We're so glad she's here. But Brittany, I'm curious, what do you think would be a great gift for an Enneagram 8 for the holidays? So thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. I have two ideas. One's a little bit more serious um, and one is just more um, a little bit more lighthearted. So, um, I'll start with the one that is a little bit more lighthearted and say for an Enneagram eight, um, my, one of my favorite gifts that I can be given is a massage because I really need that time that I can like let go and let someone else kind of hold me (laughs) physically. And, um, I would say just emotionally having that space that somebody else is kind of taking care of me. Mm -hmm. And so I love, love, love massages from, um, really good massage therapists who just know what they're doing. And so that is one of my, my favorite gifts. If anybody ever wants to give me a massage, (laughs) (laughs) And actually when my, um, when I graduated with my master's, my girlfriends all got together and gifted me a massage as a congratulations. And it was such an awesome, I did a little spa day with myself and that was one of my favorite, favorite gifts that I've been given because just being able to trust somebody, as you know, for Enneagram eights can be hard. So when we get that time with somebody who's like an expert <laughs> and can literally like soften our, <laughs> our hardness, um, oh, it's just is the best. It's the best. I love that because it is an act of trust to get a massage. That's something that Enneagram 8 has to work on softening. And you literally can feel your body soften when you get a massage. And it's very intimate and vulnerable and that's something any roommate has to work on so that is perfect but also the slowing down part for any roommate because sometimes I think like if two personalities were like kind of um trying to say which one works the hard maybe it's going to be the three or the eight like they're just such industrious types not that other numbers on the Enneagram aren't but my husband's a three and then I have friends like you who are eights and I know how hardworking you guys are so to slow down and to get a massage that's wonderful so add one more thought for the Enneagram so if you have practiced yoga with me um at all, you probably have heard me read from this book, Journey to the Heart, and um, it's written by Melody Beattie. Uh, she also wrote Codependent No More, which is such an awesome um, gift. I love that book as well. Um, so this is called Journey to the Heart, Daily Meditations on the Path to Freeing Your Soul. And a big thing for AIDS, especially healthy AIDS, is empowering others. So we understand how important power is in our own lives. And there is like nothing that gives me more joy when I'm teaching yoga or 
working with a client in therapy to see like the light bulb go off mm-hmm. and that I may have helped them get in touch with their own personal power is like just such a filler upper for me as yeah. an eight. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I like to read from this book before my yoga classes and kind of theme my class with whatever that day's reading is, or sometimes I'll skip ahead a couple days, depending on what speaks to me, what resonates with me. Mm -hmm. And I've had students, you know, tell me when something really lands with them. And it's just such a empowering way to start your day or start your yoga practice. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really, what I love about this book is that it's so simple and it's not this sort of esoteric, uh, intangible language. It's very simple and, uh, tangible, which I really, really, really resonates with me, um, in how I relate to things. And so, um, and this idea sparked to me as being such a great gift for an eight because of the reading that came up for yesterday um, when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you today. And so if you don't mind, I'm just going to read it here. I love Melody Beatty. She's so great. I use some of her work with my clients. She's amazing. Yeah. So this one was like Enneagram A, this is for you. And so it says, discover the power of your heart. Much of the journey has held lessons about power. Many of us have experimented with different kinds of power. At times, we may have used force, brute strength. Certainly, most of us have experimented with power plays, only to find they aren't the answer either. Along the way, some of us may have gotten hard, cold, rigid, even angry, thinking that was a way to own our power. Often, these attempts don't signal power. They signal fear. True for many of us, learning to experience, express, and release our anger has been an important milestone on our path to power, but the power we're seeking is different from force, coldness, hardness, or power plays. We aren't learning to flex our muscles that way. Open to a new kind of power, the power of the heart, clarity, compassion, gentleness, love, understanding, comfort, forgiveness, faith security with acceptance of ourselves and all our emotions, trust, commitment to loving ourselves into an open heart. That's the power we're seeking. It's true power, power that lasts, power that creates the life and love we want. In those situations that call for power, we can trust that brute strength, coldness, or rage won't get us what we want. So relax, stop flexing your muscles, and instead open your heart. Let power come gently. Let a new strength flow through you. Defend yourself when necessary, but avoid any actions that take you away from peace and joy. Whatever your situation, relax your body, relax your mind, and trust your soul. Your heart will lead the way, not just to love, but also to power. Let it come gently. Let it come freely, and the power you receive will be true. Oh, that is perfect for me. I mean, to become more open hearted, to relax. I mean, she's 
saying all those key sort of words for releasing anger for an eight. Man. Right. I mean, I, I grew up Church of God, so we would say I feel convicted when I read that. <laughs> Uh, it's it spoke to me very deeply and yeah that like we've we've tried force and brute strength guess what that doesn't work and you know it doesn't soften your heart open your heart and that is how you'll come into your true power and uh as I've gotten older and done so much of my own work a lot of it has you know that message has really become clear to me so and I just love how plainly she states it all that it um is so so clear and concise and but it's still open that people can get different messages from her words and uh it's every time I read from this book it I learn something new or notice something new and I just love it so much and it's such a good little I think it's ten dollars so it's a great little gift for anybody, but as an eight, I really love it. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah, Melody Beauty is great. And I was thinking as you were talking about, you know, this suggestion of being a great book for an eight, another book that would be good for an eight would be Brene Brown's The Gift of Imperfection. I mean, obviously that would be good for a one too, but she, when I listen to her podcasts or when I read her books, She's so strong and she talks about how when she found out that vulnerability was one of these pathways to healing shame, she was like, oh no, hell no, like I'm not going to be vulnerable. And yet like that is the pathway to kind of finding healing is vulnerability for an eight and for all of us. And I, I just think that her focus on vulnerability in many of her books is really, really important for an eight. So that would be like another recommendation um, is for Dave Brown. I would not be surprised if she is an eight. I don't know if she's taken the Enneagram, but she is a woman. <laughs> and we hear your dog in the... Uh-oh. It's like dogs soften us, don't they? Like our pets soften. <laughs> oh my goodness. Woo, yes, 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 yes. George is my first dog and he absolutely is is the key to my heart and he'll he'll have me in tears when I think about him. I just love him so much. Um he and he's my protector too. So as you can hear, there's probably somebody delivering mail that he has is not approving of at the moment. <laughs> but yes, I love Brene. She's She's awesome. Um, and I think I could totally see her being an eight. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, and your dog, George, when he said that he's your protector, I mean, it's need a protector. They want to be the protector, but they need people to protect them. Too. Yes, absolutely. And if an eight lets you protect them, you have, you know, you've won something special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's wise. Well, I just also want to let everybody know that you can go to Yoga Landing and book a one-on-one -on -one with Brittany. She really is a wise woman. Again, she's a certified yoga teacher, but also she is um, a therapist and has a master's in marriage and family therapy. So she would be a great one if you're looking to uh, grow in your yoga practice and also in some emotional intelligence to book her at Yoga Landing. 
Um, so thanks for your time, Brittany, and go out and buy maybe a Melody BB book or a Brene Brown book or something like that, or a massage, right? A massage. Yes, the um, perfect combo might, gift right there. You might want to ask before you buy an Enneagram a dog, but a dog would <laughs> on the list, right? Your yes, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for being with us. And we're thank just- Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Welcome Tracy to Enneagram plus yoga and Tracy is a yoga teacher. She teaches at the sports barn and at yoga landing. So you can catch any of her classes there at yoga landing. You could do the classes virtually or in person, um, but she's a great yoga teacher and we're really lucky to have her with us right now. She's also an Enneagram nine. And so for this holiday episode, Tell us, what would you recommend as a gift for an Enneagram 9? Ooh, I would say anything cozy for the house, like candles, blankets, soft robes, um, slippers are a good one, like fuzzy slippers. Yes, anything comforting that makes you just feel like, oh, I'm in my home, I'm in this place where I can nest, right? Absolutely. Um, and then for you, what's the best gift that you've ever received as an Enneagram 9? Well, my favorite gift is the gift that keeps on giving is my dog. Uh, I've had her for five years and Aww. I've been a husband for her and we adopted her and brought her home right before Christmas. Yeah. She was a Christmas gift. So tell everybody your dog's name. Her name is Piper. A golden doodle, and she does not know she's a dog. She totally thinks she's human. <laughs> so she's a lot of fun. I love having her. And now that the kids are all in school all the time, it's good to have someone around. You know, she, we walk together daily. And yeah, that's such a perfect thing for an Enneagram nine, right? Like a dog that you can cuddle with and snuggle up to and just withdraw from the world and just have that time to kind of just be right and and yes. connect I mean Enneagram nines want to connect they want to find harmony and peace and man what better way to do that with an, than with an animal uh so is is she friendly and smart like a typical golden doodle yeah she's very friendly um very um quick to learn um she like I took her on a hike this morning and she's off the leash and she stays right by me the whole time and if she sees someone, she comes right back to me. Um, she's just the best dog ever. Oh, I love that. So Piper, that's wonderful. Well, Tracy, thank you for being with us. Love your answers. And uh, if you have an Enneagram nine in your life, you might want to ask them before you get them a dog, but, <laughs> uh, but a dog would be a great gift for an Enneagram nine. And also I love the idea of the candles or the slippers, just something that makes them feel cozy. Love that. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you so much, Christy. I love your podcast. Thank you. All right. Happy holidays. Yes, you too. Thanks. All right, everybody. Now we're going to flip it and reverse it. And that's the beauty of living with an Enneagram fan and having a husband who is not your Enneagram subtype. So now I'm going to let my husband ask me about my best gift. Okay, Enneagram One. Please share with your listeners your most memorable 
Christmas gift that you can recall? So I cannot recall whether it was for Christmas or birthday or anniversary, but I actually thought long and hard about this question, and I came out with two, and then I sat with it, and I thought, you know, if I'm being completely 100% transparent and honest, it's not those two. It's another gift. So I'm going to share them all. So... A very close competition was between two gifts. So my husband, Kevin, took me to New York City for my 40th birthday. Not only was it a big thing to plan because we had to arrange for um, child care and get off work and get plane tickets and get all that arranged. It was the very first time I've ever visited New York City. And on top of that, he surprised me with tickets to Hamilton. And that, ladies and gentlemen, took the cake. It was exceptional. I remember it to the day I die. It was truly an exquisite, most memorable experience. Now, as far as the thing, and I believe it was Mother's Day, perhaps it was my birthday, uh, my daughter, with help of my husband, gave me a jar full, full of folded up small pieces of paper and it was 100 pieces of paper in a jar, and every single one had uh, a thing written what they love about me. And I'll be honest with you, being Enneagram One, there's a lot of internal criticism and pressure and not being good enough going on. So I still have it, and just a matter of fact, I opened it the other day and just read few, not all 100, And it was truly a very special, loving, warm thing to um, to read and just to feel very loved. And they were very specific about it and very generous and very kind. And I truly treasure that. But now, you all, I know you're wondering, what what could be better than two of these gifts? And I struggled with it, and I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't share it, but I'm just going to go ahead and just lay it all out there. For one of the holidays, my husband got me (laughs) an unlimited, uh, no end in sight car wash for my car, which means I can wash my car every single day for as long as I want to do it. He continued to renew this relation, the, the, this this um, membership, and it doesn't cost me a dime. And I cannot tell you the satisfaction of not having responsibility to schedule it, to pay for it, to think and decide, do I really need it or not? And y'all, my car has never been cleaner now for over a year, and it is truly a small piece of happiness that I allow myself at least twice a week. So I would say that's probably the absolute best car wash gift that I've ever gotten. Well, there you have it. If you have any last-minute Christmas shopping or um, gift ideas or needs for the Enneagram One car washes, Hamilton tickets, or a bunch of sentimental messages written on pieces of paper. Yep, there you have it. Happy holidays, y'all. This is Christy's husband, and I'm going to interview Christy. So what would an Enneagram 2 like for the holidays? 
So what do I want for Christmas? That's really hard for me. I would say that often I can make it hard for you with what I want for Christmas because I'll say I don't need anything. And that is such an Enneagram to answer, right? Like, I don't need a gift. I don't need help. Um, I want to give and not receive in return. And then the funny thing is, is that sometimes, and I'm better at this now, but, you know, in the past, I've noticed more of this resentment that pops up when I give a lot to people, whether it's time or a gift, and there's never any reciprocation. So it's sort of like the Enneagram to sort of unconsciously giving to get. Like it wasn't something I was consciously aware of that I was maybe giving in order to receive or in order to feel like somebody sees me and is paying attention to me. But I think that like, that's definitely been true for me. Um, I definitely am a big gift giver. Um, so, and I love it. Like there is a part of me that just honestly loves it. But, but I do know that you kind of have to look underneath that sometimes and go, well, what is that about like maybe a part of it is just that I really really love giving gifts and being generous but another part of it is that attention seeking part of the two um and uh that there can be for a lot of us who are twos a giving to give so yeah this is like really hard like what what do I want for a Christmas gift um I guess something that encourages me to take care of myself. Like I have loved when you've gotten me massages. That's that's a great gift um, for an Enneagram too. I also could imagine for somebody who likes yoga but maybe doesn't have a membership to a yoga studio that if you went and got them like a 10 class pack or even just a one time to attend a local yoga studio. I think that that would be so good for an Enneagram too, because we just need to take care of ourselves. And that is a way that I take care of myself is going to yoga. So yeah, I think that anything that kind of nurtures us, like, uh, you know, a trip would be great if, if you said, you know, for your present, we're going to go out of town for the weekend, and, and if you had it all planned, that would also be amazing as a two. Um, and then, like, so that would be, like, gifts maybe from a partner or best friend. But I think from just anybody, just, just something simple that just says, you know, I love you and I see you, like, a, if you knew an author that they really loved and they hadn't maybe read a book from that author yet, maybe something like that. So those are my thoughts for the Enneagram too. Andrew, welcome to Enneagram plus yoga. Andrew is my husband and an Enneagram three. And Andrew, I've asked you to kind of share with our listeners what an Enneagram three might want for the holidays. So in your own experience, what have you enjoyed for the holidays? Well, I've always enjoyed gifts uh, that remind me of the importance of slowing down and doing things for myself that, that I enjoy, you know, getting to do. 
Uh, I know that in the past uh, you've got me, you know, things like drumsticks, for example. Yeah. Uh, things that, you know, serve as reminders of how it's important to slow down and do things that I enjoy doing for myself. Yeah, that's one you of your know, hobbies. Yeah. I'm always doing, doing, doing around the house or going and doing for my parents or other people. And it's very rare that I stop and, you know, try to take care of myself along the way. So, you know, getting those real reminders from you has always been really very, very helpful. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it's always, you know, not always drumsticks or something musical. You know, it's even been something like, you know, maybe a massage or something yeah. to emphasize um, self-care along the way. So I've always enjoyed things like that. And I, I think it's important for a, a three to have you know, those types of gifts, Yeah. you know, that's going to help them to slow down and just, you know, take a pause. Just be, yeah, yes. that's great. All right. And then for you, what's maybe one or even two gifts that have been really meaningful to you over the years? You know, in the past, I, you know, you've gotten me like plane tickets. Yeah. You know, we've gone, we've taken really, you know, fabulous trips out west, you know, to either Colorado or, you know, someplace in Wyoming even. And, uh, you know, one of my passions uh, is, you know, hiking and, and backpacking. And, you know, even though I don't get to do it quite as much as I used to, uh, it always uh, holds a place that's very near and dear to my heart uh, to escape to those places and uh, allows me to... Uh, uh, feel a sense of solitude uh, yeah. going to those places. Uh, it's very uh, peaceful for me, and I've always thoroughly enjoyed those types of gifts. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, for the, you know, not all uh, threes, you know, want to go to Colorado and Wyoming, you know, but I know that, you know, there are special places that threes like to go. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, any way that you can think of celebrating your, your dear three, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I will say that you're really good once you get away at getting away. Like, if you go on a vacation, you don't take work with you like some threes do. You really enjoy your trips. And if anything, I'm the one who sometimes will take the work with me. And um, But when you get away, I think that that's really a place where you can just be and are really mindful and present. So, yeah, that's that's great. Well... Thanks for sharing with us, Andrew. I really appreciate it. Billy Kilgore, welcome to Enneagram Plus Yoga. We're doing our holiday episode and having a little bit of fun here talking about which uh, presence each Enneagram type might want. And you're an Enneagram 4. We've been friends for almost 20 years through that like in 2002 so next year it'll be 20 years of friendship and it makes sense that Billy is an Enneagram 4 because he's always been the friend that I could have like deep emotional introspective conversations with so he's definitely an Enneagram 4. Um, Billy's also a writer and a lot of the best writers are Enneagram 4s because they take that time to go inward and all the rest of us could learn from that, just going in and acknowledging our feelings and um, just seeing the beauty in the world. So yeah, it's no surprise that you're a writer. And if you want to check out any of Billy's writing, you can go to the Washington Post parenting section. You can go to Scary Mom. You can go to the Good Project. If you want to check out his Twitter, it's Billy D. Kilgore. 
So um, Billy, what did you come up with? What present would an Enneagram for or would you like for the holidays? Yeah, I really enjoyed thinking about this question as a four because I'd really never come at it from that angle as far as Christmas presents. And so, you know, the first thing that jumped to my mind is like, I would love a quiet space to go to. I would love like someone in my family to give me a gift that would send me to like a writer's colony for a weekend or some kind of retreat center where things could be quiet and I could sit out all my creative stuff and write or draw or really just kind of let loose creatively. So, you know, that would be like the perfect gift for me right now. And I say that because I have two little boys in my house that are constantly asking for something or pulling on my shoulders or, you know, just creating chaos. So, you know, the ideal gift for me as a four would be a chance to get away uh, just really to any space. I would take a, a hotel room, <laughs> you know, just an average hotel room where I could be by myself and read and just kind of live out my creative energy for, uh, you know, just two days, just for a weekend. So that's kind of the big gift in my mind. Um, but as far as like a practical gift, I, as a four, like, I think like a really nice journal would be awesome. You know, not like a rinky dink journal from, you know, Barnes and Noble or something, but like a, a nice one that's like leather bound and has nice paper in it. You could even throw in a nice pen. I think a, a four would love something like that to journal in the new year and put down their feelings and thoughts and think through all the stuff they haven't really explored in a while. Um, so yeah, those are the two things that kind of jumped to, to mind for me. I love it, Billy. That's the perfect gift for an introspective Enneagram for like yourself. But anything funny you can think of that would be a great gift for an Enneagram for? Um, yeah. First, just one other serious gift idea. Like, like yeah. if you can't afford to send the four in your life to a retreat center or to, you know, the monastery, those things can cost a pretty penny sometimes. You know, yeah. I think... I think buying them a seat in a local class, you know, a writing class or a drawing class, you know, just find the local writer's studio or painting studio, wherever they teach in your town or city, and just buy them a, a four-week class or an eight-week class where they could go be away from the kids, be away from whatever, whatever stress is weighing on them. You know, just something simple as that, I think, would be really appealing to a four if you can't spend a lot of money on something uh yeah. you know go, go for a class um as far as funny stuff i you know i for me since i have two little boys in the house it just keeps coming back to you know getting away from my children you know i, I do love them a lot yeah I, I do love i do love them a lot and i do want to spend time around them but you know it's been pretty intense the past year and a half with COVID. I, I'm, yeah. here in Nash I'm here in Nashville and, you know, we've had some long stretches where we didn't have in-person learning and, 
didn't have daycare. And so, you know, as, as a parent of two little boys, like I have already lost my mind. <laughs> and so, and so um, if, if there's a, a four in your life who's also a parent, you know, reach out to them. First of all, just make sure they're okay. <laughs> you know? yeah. do, a, do a well-being check. And then second, uh, you know, ask to babysit or, you know, take their kids away for the afternoon. That would be a wonderful <laughs> present. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, parent, you know, as parents, you know, as four is like, you know, we can be great parents, but you know, it, our capacity, I don't, I don't know that we have as much capacity for like endless time spent with kids as maybe other personality types. And so, yeah, we need, we need some help. We need some quiet time, ask to babysit or, or just do anything, you know, just, just come over and distract the kids. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So some time for creativity and solitude just to kind of be alone, but especially, yeah, after COVID and, and you haven't had enough of that me time and alone time, it's kind of imperative right now. If you can, if there's an Enneagram 4 in your life, to kind of offer them the gift of babysitting or time away or a painting class or writer's class. That's that's perfect, Billy. Thank you. Or, or you could awesome. rent, you could rent me a bounce house to put in my front lawn that <laughs> I can that I can send my kids out to play into for hours, like a really nice big bounce house. Yeah. Send, send it to my front yard. I'll give you my address. And <laughs> that way my kids can play in it for as long as they want. And I can stay in the house and go to a dark room and drink coffee and, and read for a few minutes. Like that would be, that'd be pretty ideal too. Have your moody broody floor time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you, Billy, for being with us. These are some great, great ideas for an Enneagram 4. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. During this breathing holiday meditation, I'm going to offer one to two words that would help each of the nine numbers during this season. So find a deep breath in. Exhale out through the mouth. Inhale. Deep exhale out. Continue with this breath throughout this meditation. So for the nine, they need to speak. So their word is speak because they need to speak up about their preferences instead of just accommodating what everybody else wants during the holidays. For the eight, their word is soften. Eights need to soften somewhere in their heart space. They're a big, big presence usually in the room. There's a lot of energy surrounding the eight, but if they can find their way 
to a heart that's open towards others and vulnerable towards others during the holidays, they're going to be their best selves. For the seven, their word is moderation. Sometimes the holidays are already a time of excess, and then for a seven, that can go very badly very quickly. So learning to find moderation with what they eat and what they drink and what they buy during the holidays can be important for all of us, but particularly for the seven. And for the six, their word is hope. So often they're thinking about what might go wrong in the future and having a little hope and thinking in terms of what might go right could really serve the six in many ways. For the five, their word is, is engagement. So often they want to disengage from being involved in buying the presents or going to the holiday parties. But to stay in there and engage can really be a gift that the five can give their loved ones and themselves during the holidays. For the four, their word is gratitude. Finding what is a gift in the world, seeing the beauty surrounding them, that's when the four is living in their best space during the holidays and during all seasons. For the three, their word or words is slowing down. The three is so good at accomplishing, at performing, but in order to enjoy this busy season, Make sure and take some time to go out and see some Christmas lights to really slow down and enjoy the season. And for the two, their word is humility. And that humility is there's a lot of pride around giving a lot of gifts, a lot of pride around offering to others. But receiving help and being humble is so important for the two. And then for the one, their word is let go. And that may be letting go of perfectionism, letting go of the house looking just right, letting go of the tree looking perfect, embracing imperfectionism by letting go. Deep breath in through the nose. Exhale out through the mouth. Namaste, dear friends.